0: Welcome back to the Pearls and Pearls podcast. I'm joined today by a very special guest. Her name is Tina and she has a business called Closet 23. Thank you so much for joining me today, Tina. How are you doing? Hi, I'm good.
1: How are you? Thank you for
0: having me today. I'm really pleased to be here. Thanks for joining me. I'm doing really good. Thank you. It's nice and sunny today. Well, it feels sunny. I've not actually been outside. It's not that sunny, no. (laughs) not. So it's just sunny but no heat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Well thank you so much for joining me so today we're going to be speaking a little bit about how you started your business in the pandemic so going through Mm -hmm. the challenges the highlights because I know a lot of businesses did start last year including my own so it'll be really interesting to kind of hear your story and how you how it all came about really and lessons Mm -hmm. that you've learned along the way so one Mm -hmm. of my first questions for you first and foremost is just to introduce us to yourself and tell us a little bit more about your business.
1: Sure. So my name is Tina, Tina Ryman. I run a boutique called Closet 23. Um, Closet 23 is mainly luxury niche designers, so um, luxury brands from across the world. It could be Spain, Portugal. I do um, specialize in EU designers just because, I mean, if you look at the website, you'll see what I mean when I say it's alternative fashion. So things that are not available in the UK high street, um, one of the ways I describe what I do is, you know, the attire that the, the royal family children wear, Prince George. Um, so very traditional, but, you know, one suit for different occasions. So that's what I do. And it, it has grown. So it started off kind of babies. And now I'm, I'm doing children's wear and, you know, got loads more brands in um, through the pandemic, I guess.
0: Oh, that's amazing. I'm excited to touch on that a little bit more. So what actually inspired you to start Closet 23?
1: In all honesty, um, my son, so at 23 is named after the date he was born. He's born on the 23rd of September. Oh, um, nice. So, yeah, so before I had him, his name is Ryan. So before I had Ryan, um, I was probably like a lot of other, you know, females out there, quite maternal, you know, looking at baby clothes and just saying, you know, are going into mother care and just oohing and ironing over all the little outfits and the styles. So I thought I liked everything. Mm-hmm. And then um, before Ryan's birth, um, you know, but he has a traditional going home outfit. You know, what are they going to wear? Little jacket, fur and things like that. I suddenly didn't like anything. Um, I walked into my mother, mother care. I didn't get the same feeling as before. I walked into every high street shop and I didn't get the same feeling as before. So I thought, no, I'm not going to be happy to put Ryan into this when he comes home. So I kind of set about looking for alternative types of outfits and I kind of put things together myself. If I needed to alter it here and there, um, I did that too, just so that I can have the perfect going home outfit, Mm -hmm. things that I didn't see. So it kind of started off from there, I would say.
0: Oh, nice. How old is your son now?
1: He's now two and a half. um, So that was a couple of years ago.
0: Very nice. Okay. So were there any actual challenges for you setting up
1: your business during the pandemic? Yes so as I said it kind of the idea started um, around Ryan's birth but the actual or well, Closet 23 as an entity started around the pandemic and um, there were a lot of obstacles actually um, around then you know in terms of what well, at that time we had the Brexit transition as well for, mm. so for someone like me it was you know it was double whammy. it was even harder so the obstacles were you know even being approved for certain brands, having things come into play, a lot of things, you know, getting lost and things like that, and going through all that process, all in you know, everything took probably ten times longer than it than it should have. Um, and obviously, to set up any business, you need capital. So, um, yeah. obviously, because of the pandemic, we had loads of mums and dads off work. So, yeah. I mean, it's sad for every everyone. Um, so, it was a case of look, how am I going to get the capital to to Grow this because you know it started off with a little bit to start it, but now obviously to sustain plus grow the business. So those are the kind of obstacles I faced, and I think the other challenge that people don't realize with the pandemic is the kind of mental constraints behind it. Mm. Um, there, you know, mental health is a massive issue, particularly within uh, with the pandemic. So just looking at what people are going through in terms of their family life, job, home. It really was a kind of mental and emotional obstacle, I would say, to try and, you know, to to try and really excel in a situation like that. Yeah. It's very difficult. It it takes it out of you. I can imagine. Because there's
0: also the factor of, I don't know if this thought ever came to your mind is, is anyone even going to buy? Like we're in a pandemic. Are people really you know, I'm sure there were so many things that went in your head. Yeah. When did you like officially like launch it last year?
1: So officially it was, well, I would say it was kind of just after the pandemic started. Mm. Um, and then I did all the registration process kind of in September, because actually the pandemic kind of, it, it it's a little bit weird because it kind of shocked me um, because it went the other way. All of a sudden it started to grow. Um, I, I had no idea why. I thought, you know, I must be doing something right. Yeah. Um <laughs> But it started to grow. So I thought, you know, like you say, you think, oh, my God, are people going to buy? You know, everybody's kind of, you know, strapped for cash at the moment. It's just how the world, I mean, the world is not just the UK. You can imagine we're globally going through this together. Um, But, yeah, it took a turn. um, And I think with what I do and, you know, I would say for any business, it's a case I really try to stay true to myself. I thought it's not about pushing for sales. That's not what I want to do. Closet 23, you know, the idea came around the time that Ryan was born, and then it started to build a community before it built customers. Mm -hmm. So I stayed with that community with the pandemic. So that's when I'd say it kind of grew.
0: I love that. One thing that you just said that I really liked is that you started to build a community before actually having customers. And I think Mm. that's really important because once you have that community, it's going to help you to get the customers naturally. And I think so many times, especially when you're launching a new business, you forget that because you're so focused on, I need to get the sales, I need to get customers, but you need to also have some sort of community in order to be able to do that.
1: Absolutely. And I I think you're right. And I think that probably is the best way to go about it. I mean, not to say that, you know, looking at sales, as a primary thing is bad it's not because with any business it's 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 driven on sales which is absolutely Definitely. fine but I think we, it depends on the industry with what I do and being a mum myself looking at all the hardships that other mums are facing it really it, it, it that's how I mean I think I've portrayed the business now mm-hmm. so before anything else it is a community and I think for me for this type of business it was really important I really like that so what would you say did you have
0: any like fears or doubts before you know launching your business or even during the process what were some of those fears or doubts that you may have had
1: um well I had loads of fears obviously one of them being is somebody gonna is do people like what I'm doing um and the other fear is actually balancing life which is kind of not really going off on a tangent but kind of outside of just the business model so balancing life um at that time still working obviously I've got Ryan you know can I do this um and you know so many times I actually wanted to give up I I said to my husband I can't do this anymore it's just you know I've got you know so many you know got so many things that I'm doing simultaneously um so it is hard um but the sacrifice that I I made I I would say is um learning well actually it's probably not a good good piece of advice but sleep later do work first. So I said all the time that I need to with Ryan and more. I mean he's the first thing that matters and you know the only thing that matters. So I don't let it kind of you know disrupt that. So yeah, I do kind of work when I should be sleeping.
0: <laughs> what would you say have been some of your highlights so far in your journey?
1: Um so the highlights in my journey surprisingly in the pandemic probably quite a few um I would say so the first one was when I had Chris Brown's kids post about closet 23 that was amazing that really wow did. yeah and I love Chris Brown so for me it's amazing <laughs> yeah so it's all on my Instagram page in the highlights um I've got a highlight saying uh, featured in um so that was the first thing um and then I would say having that kind of um, attention from influencers. Mm -hmm. So we've got the Starks, we've got some of the TOWI um, cast. So a lot of attention from them and getting to work with some amazing influencers, baby models on Instagram was amazing. Um, And also a couple of weeks ago, I was featured on Romford Calder which is the local newspaper and the Rumford radio station 107.5. Nice.
0: So that it's actually was, the yeah. recorder that I saw you. And it's so oh, funny because yeah. I don't normally read it, but it came yeah. up and I was like, oh, this sounds interesting. So as I was reading, <laughs> I was like, oh, my gosh, I definitely need to reach out to her and love oh. to get her on the podcast.
1: Yeah, exactly. So it, it was nice to, to have um, somebody, a, a reporter approach and kind of say, you know, can we feature the story? So that was lovely because... Rumford obviously is, I'm based in Essex. So Rumford is, you know, somewhat in Essex. It was nice to, to think that within our own community, we can kind of, you know, shadow that this is what's happening and, you know, highlight everybody's wins, I guess.
0: That is amazing. Okay, so what would you say? Actually, I've got a couple of questions. Going back to working with influencers, are there any lessons that you've kind of learned from the process So maybe things that you didn't know before that now you kind of know more in terms of how influencer marketing
1: um absolutely i think definitely one of the things that i've always done is i I like to look after people so working with influencers you know it depends i like to you know i don't have a formula of how i work with influencers it kind of depends on who i'm working with Mm -hmm. and that's how i like to stay open and i think that i kind of learned across you know along the way Um, it's not one rule fits all. I might work with an influencer who has, you know, different requirements or, you know, I work with another influencer where I'd set up a photo shoot and we'll go somewhere and it really does depend. But the one thing that remained throughout is looking after them Um, because I like to keep relationships, not kind of one-off, you know, here's some things, you know, really like to build um, some sort of relationship because at the end of the day, you know, people are only where they are because of, you know, word of mouth and, you know, people knowing about them. So I think that's one thing that I've learned. Um What else have I learned? There's probably so many things I've learned along the way. Um, the other thing I would say is just I've learned not to be afraid to kind of reach out.
0: Mm.
1: Um, where I have hundreds of people reaching out to me every day, um, it's also okay to kind of do the headhunting kind of behind the scenes. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, but I think that's really important um because that's basically marketing for a small business it is
0: and it's so funny that you said that because a lot of small businesses struggle with that it's that fear of rejection what if they ignore me what if they don't respond but like you said it's really important yeah it's so
1: important and I think um it's okay if they kind of don't get back or things like that but um what I've found is uh, along the way, people now want to work with Closet23. Mm-hmm. So you know, I've been kind of blessed, I'd say, in, in that sense.
0: That is amazing. Um, honestly, so inspiring. So how did you market your business? Because this is important. A lot of the times you might have a great product or service, but again, if nobody sees it, nobody's going to you know, be able to access what you're doing. So what were some of the practical things that you did to market your business?
1: um so I obviously started on social media so one of the main things I still do to this day is be interactive but be true so I interact with a lot of moms from the community you know everywhere and it's truly wanting to interact with them Mm. so that is a form of marketing as well because people get to know you that you know they wanted something like you around but they didn't know how to find so that's how they find you yeah um the other way I would say is um I mean when we spoke about highlights and um, previously I forgot to mention I don't know how I forgot to mention the Tatler um feature in Tatler magazine that nice. was actually a form of advertising too um so they actually approached me which was amazing. Um, and that kind of ticked off something in my brain, thinking, right, this is a milestone for me. This is great. Um, you know, I'm going to be featured in Tetla. Um, But actually to advertise. Um, but, you know, when people say advertise, they think, right, I'll just advertise. You should, you know, really kind of get a pen and paper and look at what avenues are suited towards what you're doing. Mm. Um, and the location, you know, the target market, who do you want to attract? Not only who do you want to attract, if you know and love your product as much as I do, And people actually want to know you exist so they're waiting for that kind of right how do I find they don't know what to do so it's up to us to kind of deliver it um I'd say Facebook advertising works definitely um that's one of the things that I did and I still do and um, even big companies do um it's really important yeah but it's also really important to know how to advertise um
0: yeah that was going to be my next one because there are people that do use paid ads on Instagram and Facebook but they don't really know how for it to be effective
1: yeah um, yeah exactly Um, you know it's so easy to post something on instagram and facebook and then just hit the promote now button and just sponsor it spend loads of money but it doesn't bring you anything if anything you want exposure you know if you're not going to get the sales you want exposure yeah but It's not only the content, so I'd say a video is always better to sponsor um, or or do as a paid ad rather than a still image, Um, and something with even a discount code, something to entice somebody to want to click on your ad, Mm. but also mainly to just not do the sponsor. There's there's a way, there's so many courses out there that teach you how to do paid ads, Um, and it's really to do with um, the uh, the uh, internal portal on uh, Facebook um because obviously they're, they're kind of partner companies so I'd say don't press the sponsor button that's just burning money it, it's not the way to do it at all um go on the courses there's free courses online and it really teaches you how to set the demographics mm-hmm. and it's a totally different view to, to doing a sponsored ad so it's weird because it's totally different things but nobody knows about it um oh, so fantastic. I'd say that's yeah
0: um what social media platforms did you find most effective for you
1: I'd say definitely Instagram because um, Instagram is kind of used as a blogging platform. Um, From when I started, it used to be kind of just pictures and tiles of images, but now it's an actual blogging platform. So for me, that's I think the best.
0: Same, I definitely have to agree. I think if you have a product-based business, Instagram is your best friend. I have a service-based business, and Instagram has been very, very effective for me. So imagine even so, when you actually have a product-based business, that you can now link to your website so people can buy your products from there They've made it a lot yeah. easier for you to be able to yeah. utilize all of those resources
1: it's hard isn't it because they used to have
0: this before no they didn't so now it's even easier you know yeah. so it's definitely something to look into if you do have a product-based business yeah. or even a service-based you've always just got to think about how can you utilize it for your own advantage and connect with those people that you want to reach mm. as well what mm. would you say is your vision for closet 23
1: Right, so it's funny because I was speaking about this the other day, um, I have actually a book where I write, I have written what my um, vision is or what my kind of goals are mm-hmm. uh, and the sky's the limit as always. Yes, it <laughs> uh, really
0: is, not even the sky, the whole universe is I the know.
1: And I've got ridiculous things on this list um, but this, you know, I'm a dreamer and, you know, it's going to happen because I'm going to dream it and I'm going to pray for it. And it's
0: important, definitely. Yeah,
1: Yeah, but I think um, what I do uh, is kind of do it in um, kind of quarterly um, goals or annual goals to actually, you know, look back and think, you know, have I reached it? Mm -hmm. But the the overall goal actually for Closet23 is not to have a shop. Some might be surprised because I think a lot of people doing this type of thing um, want a physical shop, but I actually have no desire to have a physical shop. I want Mm -hmm. to stay in e-commerce business. Um, online but I want it to grow so we've grown a little bit we've got a unit in Essex where we have stock I want to outgrow all of that I want to be you know global even though there's customers you know from all countries I want to be so internationally present that when a parent thinks about buying clothes for their little one they're going to think you know what at 23 yeah Um, and I want to have a and I'm talking you know proper ambitions here i want to have a division of closet 23 that looks at um giving stock away to i don't know if it's partnering up with you know someone you know a a charity or something because the type of clothes that i do it's not high street so it does get out of fashion and the mums that know about it won't buy this because it was two seasons ago Mm -hmm. if you know about it yeah um, and then you can put it on sale. You can put it on sale. You can, you know, some will buy it because I mean, I'm I love a sale. So if it's on sale, <laughs> I'm going to buy it. If I like it, I'm going to buy it. But there's some that won't because they know the brand and it just moves so quickly. Yeah. So why not give them away? And you know, why not have a channel that some because some moms actually would love that. They you know. Yeah, give them a, a good you know, an avenue, a transparent avenue where I can go through this and get certain things and, you know, do it that way, but wear amazing clothes and, you know, do that type of thing. I mean, why not? I think that's, that'd be, I mean, probably one of my biggest dreams for Closet 23. And I absolutely
0: love that because you're not only thinking about growing your brand, but also how you can give back. And I really believe if you're that kind of person that you want to give, you are going to receive naturally as well. So it seems like a big dream. It will happen, honestly. Like if you've come this far already in like, what, a year? just imagine where you can go if you continue on the way that you're going so i can definitely see you get into that stage and it's amazing because honestly when you have the desire to give things will happen like for my for me some of the people that have you know shared my services with others have never booked services with me like they just follow me on instagram so even to mm. that you know complete strangers can be supportive of you it just shows, imagine your actual customers that love what you're doing. So continue, I'm excited to see what's to come. And it's always good to have a big vision. Of course, it might seem like, oh my gosh, how is this ever going to happen? But it's good because it challenges you and it gives you something to actually work towards as well.
1: Absolutely. And I think everyone can dream, but to be kind of constructive about it, to actually have a pipeline of events or things that you want to achieve Mm -hmm. in the timeline that you want to achieve them, and if you don't it's absolutely fine it's not a problem it just means you go back and you change your tactic yeah so you can write down my dream is to do this but have you actually you know gone down and written the steps in you know in which you're going to take to achieve it and i think that is so important and that's what i do I mean, I have a notebook for everything. One for dreams, <laughs>
0: weirdly. <laughs> you are definitely a woman after my heart. I have one too. <laughs> <laughs>
1: do you do? I, I do. mean, exactly. I have my Look dream book. Do <laughs> you do? Oh, see, I love that. But don't you think it's, it kind of, it reminds you, because everybody has down days. Yeah. And then because you have a book dedicated to that, it reminds you straight away, you're like, you know what? Right, I have I have a dream and I'm not going to give up.
0: Definitely. And I think what I really loved about what you said, and it's something that I'm always going on to the business clients I work with, is that it's all well and good to have your dream, to have your ultimate vision for your business, but you actually need to strategize as well. And I love Mm -hmm. the fact that, you know, you review your goals quarterly and see, you know, how have I done? You know, have I made progress? You know, maybe I need to change a strategy. And it's important, even with like your personal finances, it's always useful to do things like that, because sometimes Mm -hmm. we set these goals, we review them in December when it's too late (laughs) to actually change anything (laughs) anyway. So it's always useful to be checking more regularly and just make those changes that you need. So when you said that, I was like, yeah, I love that.
1: (laughs) Oh God, we're going to get along so
0: well. (laughs) Definitely, definitely. That's exactly what I do. So that's really, really amazing. So what would you say is your idea of success? So it could be your idea of success when it comes to personal success or even as a business in general, what would you define as success for you? Because I know that it's different for everyone.
1: Hmm, Yeah, so... The one thing I always say success for me is the feeling of contentment, but being content with where I'm at financially with my family um, and where I'm at kind of spiritually. I am I have faith. I'm a believer. I don't do anything without thinking about God. That's how I am and how I always plan to be. Um, so for me, it's to excel in that further, to remember that, you know I can't you know God will place me where he's going to place me and you know he's given it to me it's up to me to take the steps to to excel further um and also kind of being happy and I think um you know there's the physical things you know people have like you know I want to buy a house and I want to do this I want to buy a car that cars and things don't really interest me um Mm -hmm. I really 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 want my son to remember faith remember people and remember giving back as part of growing up and I think above everything even setting aside business that's my main thing it's making sure that my son's brought up a certain way and and I think I can if I excel with Closet 23 as much as I need to um, as much as I want to I can help him further so kind of you know I like to be Academically, kind of inclined all the time, so I'm always doing courses, whether it's business courses or anything like that, anything that interests me. So just carry on. You can imagine in ten years' time, if I look back and think, right, well, I said that, have I done it yet? I might have, you know, ten qualifications under my belt. For me, that's success. Yeah. Because my dad always said, um, knowledge and education is one thing that people can't take away from you. The economy is always changing. We know that now with the pandemic. And he told me this years ago. He said, things will happen in life where people lose jobs or you know you might need a degree to get a certain job or you know the economy will change yeah but the one thing someone cannot strip off you is your education and your knowledge so if you fail at one thing if you have the education and the knowledge to persevere and carry on nothing can beat you down that to me is success
0: that is amazing and i completely agree with your dad It's funny because sometimes when we do think of success, like for me, success is so much more than the monetary side of it, because many people, they've achieved that monetary side and then they've lost it all. But I think, Mm. like he said, when you have that knowledge, even if, you know, opportunities come and maybe you have to start from scratch, you know how to rebuild. And a lot of people don't know how to rebuild, (laughs) you know, and I think that's where the key lies, having that knowledge, you know, Okay, maybe this business didn't work out or this job didn't work out. But I know I can start again. I know that if I do this... I'll be able to get there eventually. So I think in yeah. that knowledge and I love the fact that you said that you're always learning, you're always doing courses and things like that. And it's good. You know, I think a lot of the times people get to a stage where it's like, well, oh, I've already finished uni. I don't need to learn anything else, but you do. Mm-hmm. Like if you want you to constantly be growing, you have to keep investing in the knowledge. It doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, a, a degree or anything like that, but there's so many courses online. Like we actually have no excuse anymore as to yeah. why we can't keep ourselves up to date.
1: I've got people like you, that's investing in knowledge, you know, getting business direction and advice from professionals such as yourself. I mean, that's that's what I would recommend to anyone. Um, So that's, you know, and you go away feeling better. You go away with a bit of a kind of mental action plan. And that's knowledge that's that's giving yourself the tools that you need and again no one can take that away from me regardless of what happens with the economy we're going through a recession you know there's all of that and it's a global pandemic I mean who would have thought it yeah but then there's other people out there who lost their jobs or you know or kind of their businesses were going down a little bit but you know what they're going to spring right back up again
0: that is because so of the strange. knowledge yeah and what actually I'm going back 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 now but what I loved was the fact that you said that your vision is not to have an actual store and with the way the direction of the world is going everything is now online and Mm. for a lot of businesses that they could they had no online element throughout this time they've made absolutely no money whereas if they had one thing I always advise people is have some sort of a digital product or something that people can reach you through online because at least Mm. if something happens with your store you can actually still connect with people you can still keep your business running that way so i love the fact if you think about amazon there is no amazon physical store anyway and the company makes trillions of of money of pounds you know so it's so important to actually expand your vision as well with the way the world is
1: actually going yeah it's a digital age very much so do you remember the time i know do you remember i remember the time where you know in supermarkets um people were saying oh you know the robots will take over our jobs what happened The self self self-checkout service they were the robots we were talking about years ago they (laughs) were
0: and they reduced the number of actual physical stuff that they needed because now you go to self-checkout and sometimes you will see the person there you'll see self-checkout and some people you would just go to the self-checkout anyway so yes, yeah, it's true exactly. the, the world is exactly.
1: so digital you've got to I mean go I online. definitely want to stay online but I mean I do want an office I mean I'm doing it all um from this unit and then I have my laptop everywhere I go and then I have an office space set up so I do definitely want that um and I'm going back now to kind of dreams and aspirations as well yes, but I do uh, want to create great it. jobs and I'm actually also a um my career before all of this i'm a hr professional um and i really believe in kind of um looking at kind of, I, like, I like diversity and inclusion that for me is a massive thing yeah i would love to have a brand where you know i have the internal office but you know have an accountant that you know diversity and inclusion is massive you know someone with a background you know they might have a few police kind of records on it. that's fine you know as long as they're not a problem or obstacle to kind of get people because I think the younger generation if we can help them we have to yes I
0: agree um
1: yeah and it ha- I mean I, I can't I know I'm not going to make the difference the biggest difference in the world but it starts even with a me. small
0: difference is a big difference
1: yeah for everyone me me it starts with me like for you yeah. you and for the next person it's them so it it starts by someone just taking and taking the plunge and doing it so I really want to do that and then you know I've seen how how things are with with the pandemic and younger kids wanting jobs and they come out of education they come out of uni and you know I want to be able to kind of give them some sort of hope but actually not just have a job but actually you know training and development yes for a job
0: and I think Um, a lot of businesses lack that you can get a job but it might not actually be a career or yeah. it's something that you're in that position for so long. There's no room for growth. You know, mm. you're just kind of getting by. You're not even motivated. So I think mm. having somewhere that you can actually develop in your career is an amazing yeah. thing, and that's what most people want.
1: Yeah, and and you're right that it, when there isn't a room for, I mean, there's different people on the planet. There might be just as an example, a single mom that just needs to pay her bills. That's absolutely fine to take on any job and pay your bills because you want to feed your kids, and you know that's what you're going to do, but if the job that you were working in gave you an opportunity, would you take it? Yes, you would. Yeah. And that's the idea.
0: I love that. I really do. And that's one of my visions as well, <laughs> to be able to, you know, okay. to create <laughs> opportunities for other people. Cause I think it's yeah. so important. I've worked in a number of companies and I was in like management positions, but I could mm-hmm. see just how much a lot of people struggled. They had jobs, but they were struggling. You know, sometimes yeah. the salary was not really a living wage or there just wasn't really any opportunities for them to develop so I would love to be able to create those opportunities for other people as well oh that
1: sounds so amazing to me because it's so needed honestly I, I, I saw it a lot with them um, HR and I, and I still wear my kind of HR hat now because I still know the legislation so I'll obviously apply it to what I do with Club 23 but um how do, I'm going back to visions again because you know it's all coming out every now and um, I love things. it <laughs> <laughs> um, Obviously, the you know, a a mum community is um, community is what I've built on. Um, but I know there's so much injustice for mums or guardians or people looking after younger brothers and sisters, they can't get time off work, and if they do, it's frowned upon you know, their manager. You know, on policy, you're able to take maternity leave, you know, for X amount of time, but actually, your company really slapped in the wrist for it. And actually, what's on policies is so different to actually what happens within the organization. Oh yes. Um so I don't want to be that. I, I want to make sure that I, you know, I create jobs where it's really looking at people's personal circumstances. Yeah. You know, you might need to get away because you're looking after a younger brother who you need to pick up from school at three o'clock and that's fine. Why shouldn't you be able to? You know, you still need to pay the bills. So yeah. you know you'd have some employer saying, if you need to be able to pay the bills, you need to find um someone to do, you know, do the school runs well, no, if you can't, you can't. I mean, I'm a mum. I had to um, do so many things when Ryan was really young. And I just decided, I don't want I want to spend all my time with Ryan. And I did that. And I'm thankful for it. Um, so I want to provide the opportunity to other people.
0: I love that. Actually, flexible working in real terms.
1: <laughs> in, yeah, because in many times they're
0: like, yeah, flexible working. But in reality, it's really not. <laughs>
1: I think everyone's kind of experienced some sort of injustice in their workplace or have seen it. Um, and it really, really I mean, it's, you know, what? it's actually so difficult to kind of, it's so easy to prove that injustice doesn't happen, but it's actually so hard to prove that it is happening and to make a change. Yes,
0: definitely. Because mm. a lot of the times it's very subtle. So it's like, mm. Mm, this isn't right, but it's difficult for me to actually prove this if that makes sense. Yeah. Cause yeah. it's something I've seen many times. Many really? times, yeah so even for me I, I always laugh to myself and I'm like the idea of going back to a regular job I, I can't do it it just gives me PTSD really? <laughs> really? I just think about my last workplace and how toxic it was and just how really? much I lacked that work-life balance that's <laughs> like, it's like I, I can't go back <laughs> I just can't
1: it took the plunge and it's all worked yeah. out. That's it amazing. It really has.
0: And I think one of the best things for me is being able to do something that I love and actually seeing the impact it has on other people. So from going from a job that I didn't have that, yes, it had a good pay, was in a nice um, area, but I didn't enjoy it. And it was just taking mm. up most of my life. So
1: yeah. I'm so glad you took that plunge because I got to speak to you. And honestly, I'm so glad that I found you because I looked through everything listened to all your podcasts. Oh my God, I just put it on and did the housework. And it was amazing to listen to. It really inspired me.
0: Thank you so much. Honestly, that means so much to me. So I've got one final question for you, which is what would be three tips that you would give to an aspiring entrepreneur that maybe they have an idea that they're currently sitting on, like many people are, they're sitting on that idea, oh, when it's the right time, then I'll do it. What would be your top tips for them in terms of getting started with their business?
1: Uh, Number one is now is always the right time. You you never, ever wait, because if you're waiting, you would have looked back and already a year has passed. And in that year, you could have achieved so much. In one year, I achieved my Tetla achieved all of that so you do not want to Chris (laughs) Brown feature
0: (laughs) too (laughs) yeah exactly let's Let's not forget forget the Chris Brown feature
1: let's not forget the Chris Brown this should be the first thing I mentioned so exactly that might not have happened for someone so the first thing I'd say is do it just do it no just you've planned it all out you're at that stage launch it if that's a simple Instagram page doesn't matter do it Um, the second thing I would say is failure is actually good. And I need to elaborate (laughs) because this is a i I talking about. Please elaborate. (laughs) Yeah. So sometimes when you succeed in everything and you've got your milestones written down and you're doing all of that, you've succeeded and go and celebrate. Amazing. But when, for example, I didn't succeed a small task or goal I set myself, I don't get disheartened. I actually go back and really analyze my steps and I literally sit there and I look at the situation, I dissect the situation and I look at how I can go about it next time. Mm. And my God, that teaches me so much, honestly. And that failure actually made me stronger. Yeah. And it really made me more focused. So I would say if you fail... Do not give up that is not a reason for you to give up that is a reason for you to look at other avenues and methods um third thing i would say is a more of a market thing exposure get exposure for the brand tell your friends tell their friends tell them to share you know buying is one thing actually exposure and you know that attention means more than just sales um and yeah look after everybody look after all of you it doesn't matter if someone's spending a penny or if it's a service thing, someone's spending a, a second with you, every single person matters, every single person.
0: That is so important, and it's true, one thing I always say to people is like, paid marketing is great, but word of mouth, when someone actually tells someone about, oh my gosh, I tried this out, it was amazing, that is so much more effective yeah. than just you having Invaluable. an ad, probably yeah. valuable, so yeah, I love that, like you said, treating all your customers well, and looking up. Yeah, and, and-
1: yeah absolutely and you know you have to stay true to to yourself I think I'm probably giving you more than free here, yeah, but you have well, to yeah, stay go true. ahead
0: you're really giving us the gems
1: <laughs> but honestly no, I, I'm saying that because when I what I said in my um my um news feature newspaper feature is the fact that I don't want to just exist because I'm existing I'm doing well like I want to help other people if I can that's why I think it's so great with with what you're doing it's to give people that aid and that stepping stone to helping them
0: well thank you so much Tina do you have any last words or anything you want to say where can people connect with closet 23
1: um you can find us on instagram it's at closet 23 underscore um and it's www.closet23.co.uk is the website
0: perfect and do you do you ship outside of the uk or just the uk
1: Um, globally so anywhere doesn't matter where you
0: are Ah, amazing I love that well thank you so much for joining me honestly it was so inspiring hearing your story and I'm so excited to see where closet 23 is going to grow to can you just imagine where you'll be in the next 10 years
1: oh god I'd be so happy if I could achieve everything I've said today
0: (laughs) and perhaps you could even do even more than that so just continue honestly hearing your story was very very inspiring and thank you so much for agreeing to join me today I really appreciate it
1: thank you so much for having me doing this has really inspired me to um carry on no matter what carry on carry on
0: (laughs) (laughs) that is it just keep going you know you've you've already put them out the foundations in so just continue as you go in
1: thank you thank you so much for having me
0: Thank you so much for joining me. And guys, if you enjoyed today's podcast, do give us a rating on Apple Podcasts and don't forget to share this podcast with your friends and your family and also connect with Closet 23. If you have any children or any nieces or nephews on the way like myself, then definitely you know where to head over to and definitely connect with Closet 23. Thank you guys for listening and have a great rest of your week.